oh my goodness, oh my damn, oh my goodness, they're going ham, oh my goodness, oh my damn, oh my goodness, they're going ham. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sports Etc. Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Weintraub, alongside with my co-host Charlie Vogel. Today is a very special podcast because it's the first one that I'm doing where I'm not wearing any pants. So Charlie... Um, what are we, what are we going to talk about today? Well, that's a good question, Jeremiah, and I'm glad to hear you're not wearing pants. First, we're going to talk about the Adam LaRose situation. Two, we're going to talk about our brackets from the NCAA, ballpark foods. Number four, we're going to talk about the craziest things Jeremiah has ever eaten over the years. And number five, we're going to talk about MLB bands chewing tobacco. Starting out with the Adam LaRoche suddenly retiring after the White Sox wouldn't let his son Drake be in the clubhouse every day anymore. What's your opinions on this, Charlie? Well, Jeremiah, I have various opinions on it. At first, when I first heard about it, I was totally on Adam Roche's side because uh, the management all of a sudden, uh, it's just your son going to clubhouse. What's so wrong about his son going in the clubhouse? He's been doing this for years. But then all of a sudden, I get more information. I hear more. And I hear that White Sox players complain about his son constantly for 120 games, which is quite a few. But then I saw even more information poured in, and that, that they've asked him before. They asked him before. They said, "Could you please stop bringing your, your son to uh, games?" And you didn't do very good last year. Could you, I mean, could you please uh, just cool down the frequency a little bit? But he kept on doing it. Kept on doing it. So you know, I. And you can't just quit after things after you don't get your way. You can't just quit. That's what is that showing your kid? That's showing that you're showing your kid that, oh yeah, if we if you don't get your way, just quit and screw it. Just screw it. Um, this this quit. And I just don't think it's very good. I don't know. What do you think, Jeremiah? I agree with just about everything you said. I also was on the side of having the Roche. I thought the White Sox were being unreasonable, but then I learned that his son was in there almost every day. I bet other players were getting upset. I mean, I read some stuff about it. Like, they say, yeah, families are in there, but there's also times when the players just want to be with the players because that's their job is playing baseball. They need to mentally prepare. Also, I can't imagine that they would have the type of fun. Like, they wouldn't be able to talk about all the great party they went to or maybe a a woman of the night that they met in Los Angeles or anything like that with with, – Adam Lewis's son around. I understand, like I just I think it would have been inappropriate for him to be there every day. But I kind of want to go on a different note. Maybe the White Sox planned this. I'm I mean, this might be a little bit of conspiracy theory, but they didn't really want Adam Lewis on the team. I would imagine he was yes, an unproductive exactly. player. He was an unproductive he player. He, he took up a ton of salary cap room. Maybe they said, hmm, we really could use an uh maybe we could use that money to do something else to make our team even better. Because they're, I think they're planning on being contenders this year, so I mean, maybe, maybe uh, management said, "What can we do to piss him off and make him retire?" Oh, I know, we can, we can just take his son away from him. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Could be actually be a possibility, considering he only did he hit two hundred one with, I believe, only nineteen home runs, and they expected a lot more from him. And I also had like to add on something else that uh. You, what other job, what what job, if you have a full-time job like Adam Rush did that pays $13 million a year, when do you ever hear of someone taking their child to work every single day? You, you, 
You really that's don't. One, I mean, maybe if you're a, maybe that, if you're a teacher, and you might and your kids a kid at the school, maybe then. But that's it. That's yeah, the only exactly. thing I can think of. It's kind of just ridiculous in my mind. I mean, at first I was, I was like, oh, it's just a. And, but and why did the vice president? I think the reason the vice president made this decision, do you think, is because the president or someone higher enough didn't want to have to deal with that? Is, yeah, is that was kind of that's another thing a lot of players are upset about was the management coming into the dug or coming into the clubhouse when players see that as kind of their space, not that management shouldn't be allowed to interfere in there. Should even let the I think honestly what they should have done, and that Kenny Williams should have never got involved in this. He should have let Robin Ventura be the one to decide this because it's his. It's he's the one who's running the team. Uh, trying to get chemistry going, and he's the one who's in the clubhouse all the time, and he's in charge of that. Why? I don't think ex- executives should mess with that. That's well, why um, I kind of was on LaRoche's side. Well, I mean, the certain. upper management and the owners are the ones who are paying these players. They're the ones who pay for them to be in this clubhouse. I think that if there's something like this that needs to be done, ownership has the right to step in and say no. Like, they don't have to... Like, they can go in, and if there's a problem, they can come in and fix it in the dugout, I think. But now, but there's only, but now you have to deal with team divide now. Now there's kind of, there's factions in this, in the clubhouse now. Before, now it's not a team, and what kind of team, have you ever heard of a team winning the World Series or even making the playoffs with, like, a team that just could not fit together, and there was all these kind of divides in the clubhouse and stuff? It wouldn't happen. It can't happen. So, what they kind of did was screw up a lot of other things by getting... By doing this, they should have thought deeper into it. But Lord, come on, Alan Roche, come on, dude, get over it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that he was ridiculous, but I think it benefits the White Sox in the long run. But it also hurts them, as I said, in team chemistry and other things. And now other teams, other other players. I mean, are now but, all of a sudden not, maybe not want to go there anymore. Like free possible free agents or in trades, they'll say they won't waive their no trade clause because they're like, oh, my son can't be in there anymore. I, this will blow over in a, a month or two, and by we're, this is just a big deal because it's spring training and there's nothing else to talk about. If this was in the middle of the year, it wouldn't be nearly as big of a deal. I no, think that in a month, I think when season starts, if the White Sox, okay, if the White Sox are really bad, people will point back to this moment and be like, this is where the White Sox screwed up. This is the reason that they're having a bad year. But if they're decent, if they make the playoffs or contend for the playoffs, no one's going to care. No one's going to remember this. But Chris Sale, do you think Chris Sale will remember this? So come time when they maybe his contract work is up or any, or something like along the lines of this. Uh, no, not. Will this, will I, th- this I don't think. I don't think this will. Sale? This won't affect him nearly as much as them being good or not. As as much as him getting run support. That's good. Like this will be minuscule compared to that. That like and money that it'll be minuscule. They won't matter. I don't think. We'll have to see what happens on that. Maybe we'll touch back on this mid-season, around the All-Star if, break. If we, we haven't forgot about it. If we haven't if forgot we, about it. If we haven't forgot If we haven't, then I guess I'll prove our point or my point or whatever. All right. Well, Jeremiah, now I do want to talk a little bit about our uh, some March Madness. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I don't know. I, I'm still a little bit depressed after that horrible West Virginia loss to Stephen F. Austin. That white guy, he looks kind of like Bryce Harper. He just freaking killed us. He scored like 21 points off of just free throws alone. I really thought, man, I wish we could have one of our big black guys just like come off, just come off the bench. They never play anyway, and just punch him and break him and break his nose and get kicked out of the game. Cause nobody, it wouldn't affect us. 
But you know, he he. All right, that was the first time I had cried in a while, Charlie. Was after that game, because I was really expecting West Virginia to go far. Six of my ten brackets that I did had West Virginia going all the way, including the one I put money on. Oh, how much money did you put on this, Jeremiah? Only five dollars, but like there was like twenty twenty seven people in it. So if I had won the whole thing, I would have gotten over a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Well, at least you only had to spend five, but Jeremiah. Stephen F. Austin, it, it, that white guy. I forgot his name. I don't even nobody know. Even, nobody even knows his name. Nobody cares what his guy. name is. He somehow, he was the engine. He was a little engine that could. And he just kept on. He would not miss a free throw when it came down to it. No, he wouldn't. He just would not. He was just, and of course against Notre Dame, he was the guy who had the ball. He was kind of the, at fault for the loss. I mean, he did miss the shots. I mean, but, I mean, you miss and stuff, but. Stephen F. Austin put up a good fight, and that was cool to see, in my opinion. Obviously, for WVU fans, uh, that really sucks because WVU did have a really good team this year. But Stephen F. Austin was just prepared for the game. And WVU obviously thought, oh, this is a this is a 14 seed. We're just going to blow past them. But Stephen F. Austin didn't let that happen. Well, now that both our favorite teams are out, I'm wondering, who's who are you rooting for now? Who's Who are you really wanting to win it all? Uh I am definitely going for Notre Dame. I mean, this is a very long shot, but I just want, I, I, I like Notre Dame. I always have. It's always been kind of my second favorite team. And it would be cool to see Notre Dame win it. How about you, Jeremiah? What do you think? Oh, I'm going to stay in the Big 12 and go with Oklahoma. I just – I like Buddy Heald, and I don't hate Oklahoma. Like, I liked them before the WVU joined the Big 12 because I have family in Oklahoma and my grandma's from Oklahoma. So I've always kind of been like, oh, they're they're always really good at football. So I've always kind of like, you know, liked them. But since they joined the Big Twelve, I've I've kind of resisted because you know they play WVU in every sport every year. But I guess I, if for them to win it all, that'd be cool. And also, then as a West Virginia fan, I'd be able to say, oh yeah, we beat the national champions in the Big Twelve tournament. That'd be and that's, cool. the, and that's kind of what I was thinking about Pitt. I bet Notre Dame too. You know, that's very unlikely Notre Dame would mm-hmm. win it all. All right, Jeremiah, I have a, a question for you. Yeah. What is your what's what's your best bracket looking like right now? Well, I have one where I'm in the 92nd percentile. I picked OU to win it all. In the, the Sweet 16 right now, uh, I got I actually everybody in the in Kansas's side and on Oregon side I got right. I but I obviously missed West Virginia, Michigan State, Xavier, and Seton Hall and Kentucky. On the other side, so that was that. That's really brought it down, but I still am in the ninety-second percentile on ESPN. Uh, I mean, it's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. What about you, Charlie? That's not bad. Well, Jeremiah, I wish I was a for- as fortunate as you are. I'm only the, my best bracket. I've only made three, but I can I can uh, kind of brag that my uh, worst bracket is uh, only at 50, is at fifty-six in the fifty-six percentile. But I'm at the eighty-seven point five percentile. On my best bracket, and what I kind of lost on, I actually did pick West Virginia to beat Stephen F. Austin. You did. I picked, yes, and this was the only bracket I only did three, but I picked Wisconsin to beat Pitt. Well, that you oh you that was the one you picked Wisconsin to beat Pitt in. Yes, and then and what hurt me is Seton Hall, of course, going to beat. I actually picked Seton Hall to go pretty far. I did too. I was, on the one I yeah. put money on, I picked them to go all the way to the Final Four. Actually. Oh man. And they got and beat they get, first. So that was two Final Four teams I picked, and they both got beat in the first round. But in this bracket, every other bracket I did, I always picked Syracuse to beat Dayton. 
and also pretty make it very far. Liked his Sweet 16, but in this one was the only one I did not pick Syracuse to beat Dayton in. Ooh. So, I mean, but that's, I'm kind of doing, I'm, I'm doing pretty good in certain areas, though. Like in the, uh, with Kansas, on Kansas' side, which I forgot, is that the East, which, what side would that be on? On Kansas' side? I'm pretty sure they're the Midwest, but I'm not 100% yeah, mid- sure. But I did, I'm very, I'm like pretty much perfect on that side, honestly. I'm very, very much perfect on that side. Because I picked Hawaii to beat Cal. Yes, did you predict that, Jeremiah? Yeah, I did. I actually did on my you good did? one, too. Yeah. I picked Wichita State to beat Arizona. And then I picked Miami to beat Wichita State. Boom. Picked Villanova to beat UNC Asheville. And then I picked Iowa to beat Temple. And then I picked, uh, well, I mean, so maybe I picked uh, Maryland to beat South Dakota State. I mean, so that side is actually doing very good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think we should move on to uh, what we think the well, craziest, and this is really my category, is, is food. We have a couple of food categories coming up, and I've, I've put together a, a nice meal. Um, that that you'd have to travel country across the country for, but I I think it would be worth it. All right, so the, you're, what you're saying, Jeremiah, is these are the foods that you'd want to try. Yes. As far as the craziest ballpark foods. All right. All right, let's do it. First off, we're starting off in Milwaukee, for, at the Brewers. All right, and there we are. We're getting a a roast beef parfait. But instead of yogurt, it's mashed potatoes, and in the mashed potatoes, there's layers of gravy and roast beef. Now, why I think I would really like this is I would walk around, and people would be like, oh, look at him. He's so healthy. He's eating a, he's eating a parfait, when secretly I'm not. I'm actually eating, <laughs> I'm eating something pretty unhealthy. You know? So I, I really I think that would, that would be great. All right, for my meat, for my for my uh, next meal, I'm heading down to um, the the heat of Arizona. I'm gonna go visit the Diamondbacks. Last year they came up with a Krispy Kreme burger. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I, I really think I could put down about three or four of those. That it's just a regular bacon bacon cheese hamburger, but instead of a bun, it's a crispy it's two Krispy Kreme donuts, and I really thought, mmm, 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 you know. <laughs> I can really dig into that. Wow, man. And then, for dessert, this isn't the most uncommon thing in the world, but we are heading, we're staying in the south, but we're going to the east coast, we're going to Miami. They have deep fried funnel cake Oreos. Deep fried funnel cake Oreos? Powdered, with powdered, with powdered sugar. And I really thought, those look scrumptious. Wait a minute, are you, are, you could actually go get that, Jeremiah, that's not too far from you, right? I, know, I I could, I could drive, but you know, I I really I might have to I might have to <laughs> I might have to run there because you know all those calories I'd have to run there. <laughs> you could burn them unless you running all the way to Miami. You burn just enough calories for for one of those things probably. Probably, but I'd probably get six or seven. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> You'd end up gaining five pounds, like running like six hundred, like three hundred miles. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, Jeremiah. Now that 
some things you guys may not know about Jeremiah. Well, uh, there's a few things I know about Jeremiah. But there's three things for sure I know. Jeremiah likes the Mets. He likes sports. And a third thing, he likes eating weird things. <laughs> I, I can't... Or, or I should say he will eat anything. <laughs> I will. That's, that's right, not a lie. I eat... Now, for this, for this segment, I'm also going to do the appetizer entree dessert. Now, for the appetizer... Wait, 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 wait. We have to explain. These are kind of the craziest things that Jeremiah has ever eaten. And he has... He's eaten so many crazy things. He has a breakfast, lunch... No, no an appetizer, bre- an entree, and dessert. He has an appetizer, entree, and dessert. That's how much crazy things Jeremiah has eaten. Like he has a whole meal planned out. Mm-hmm. You got. You guys should be excited for this. All right, Jeremiah. All right. So, go on. The appetizer is worms. Now let me explain to you why, how I got, it, how I started eating these worms. Okay. I witnessed. I witnessed this, by the way. Ladies so this and is freshman, you. freshman baseball, freshman year baseball. I was on JV, and that was my first year playing. So you know, I was really bad. And so, but the seniors, they were like, "Hey, Jeremiah, eat this worm," and I was like, "Okay, I'll eat the worm." Because it was kind of dare, you know, and I'm not going to back down from a food dare. Like who? So I, I just, I, I, I sucked it down. I ate it, and then you know what happened? I, I saw my, I, got, I had a good practice. I had a really good practice that day. So I thought, hmm, maybe this is the secret. So I kept on eating worms, even, even when I wasn't even told to. I just kept on eating them and eating them, and I kept getting better and better at baseball. You know, I started getting hits. I, I even, I went, I went first to third on a single once, and you know, I'm. But and I made it. I, I even slid. Do you remember that, Charlie? Uh, yes, I do. That was the awesomest slide I've ever seen. <laughs> I started. I started playing some good defense over there at first base. I, I, I re- yes. I really started getting better. So, but here's the thing. Here's why I had to stop eating worms. Cause one day we were up. We were in a really country part of West Virginia, and there was this huge dare. worm. This huge worm, right? And they were like, "Hey, Jeremiah, I bet you won't eat this." And I was like, "Bet you I will." Stupid. And so I ate it. But here's the thing, it was too big. I tried to swallow it all at once. But this this sucker, it crawled up my throat. I swallowed it, and it crawled back up. And I kind of threw up, but it was crawling at the same time. And it was the most disgusting experience I've ever I've ever had. Right. And I've uh, never put a worm in my mouth since. Even though I knew I was giving up being a Major League Baseball player. Because I knew if I kept eating those, I would be the best of all time. <laughs> but I had, I had to give that up because of that experience. Alright, uh, Jeremiah, I have something to add, I'm sorry to yes. inter- interrupt you here, worm telling. <laughs> but, uh, I was gonna say that, uh, there's actually a video of Jeremiah eating this, his, his last worm that he ever attempted eating. So if anybody, I mean, uh, this is a good time to address our viewership. Last mm-hmm. week, I believe, we had, we had 18 listeners. Wow, we're actually going up, I guess. Uh, but, uh, if more people start to listen, of course, uh, eventually, we'll be able to, maybe we'll, uh, send the video out. And so you guys can see it if you guys get interested for your 17 viewers. And remember... Be sure to let us know on social media. Yeah, exactly. And give us some follows because we really need those. All right, Jeremiah. Well, 1 out of 10, how would you rate your worm your worm experience? It's kind of well, you. you. Well, how would I rate it? Like yes. how good it was? Yeah, 1 out of 10. All right. Well, up until the last worm, I'd give it a solid 10. That's you 10. know... So do you like the, what does it taste like to you, Jeremiah? Dude, it just tasted like... Like muscle, you know, like protein. <laughs> it tasted like I was getting more fit, more and more fit. 
You know? Yes, yes, yes. Like, I, can you imagine? <laughs> it just tasted like... I can imagine. It like, every like time I swallowed protein. it, I heard a little voice in my head being like, you just you just got a little bit better. <laughs> but that last one... Was it the worm? Was it the worm who was saying this? <laughs> it might have been. I never thought of that, but I think it was the worm. <laughs> the worm was giving you messages. He said, thanks for eating me. You just got a lot better. <laughs> but okay, but when I ate that big worm, instead of saying, great job, man, thanks for eating me, it said... Hell no! I'm not getting eaten today. <laughs> and I would give that, ex- and I would rate that experience a two. <laughs> why did you give it any? Why did you give it? Why did you give it any points at all? Because I learned, any- I learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> I learned, you learned a, that. That lesson you is. That-, that lesson is, if it's too big, try chewing it first. Oh, that, that's good. That's. A, that I means- think uh, everybody needs to learn that lesson. If so, if you guys are ever eating anything, of course, remember, it's too big chew. Yes. <laughs> Most people learn that when they're a baby, but I didn't learn that till right then. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, have a what? Where are where? Are, was this the entree? What was this? Oh, uh, yeah, no, that was that was just the appetizer. That's the thing. That was just the appetizer. That was just the appetizer. you are, ladies and gentlemen, you already know this. That's just the appetizer. Jeremiah has two more. All right, Jeremiah, what are you having for uh, dinner and an entree? Well, one time I ate a raw steak, an entire raw steak. It was kind of on accident. You see, what happened was, the night before we had eaten steak, all right? And I really like steak, so I was I munched down my steak, but my mom had bought an extra one by accident. So, that was, she, actually she bought two extra ones, she bought two extra ones, and she cooked one, because she thought my dad was going to eat, but he had actually eaten at work, so he didn't eat his steak. So, the next day I got home from school, I'm like, hmm, I could really use a snack right now. There was no worms anywhere, I couldn't find any worms, so I was like, alright, I guess I have to eat something else. And so, I went to the fridge, and I saw the steak, and I was like, oh, I'll just eat this steak. So I brought it up to my room, and I just ate it. And... When I got home, my mom was like, hmm, what the, she yelled up and she said, Jeremiah, where'd those two steaks go? And I said, two, I only saw one and I ate it. Well, what happened was, earlier in the day, my dad had come home and eaten the cooked steak already. So all that was in the fridge was the raw steak. But I thought it was cooked because it had been sitting in marinade. And so it looked like a little bit browned on the top, like it had been cooked, you know. And as I was eating it, I actually thought, man, this steak is delicious. Why is this steak so good? <laughs> the reason apparently was because it was raw and there was still all kinds of blood in it. And I was like, man, this is a juicy steak. <laughs> Jeremiah, for a second, did you not think this is a little chewy? Did you not think that for one second? I did think that, but I thought it's because it's been in the fridge all day. So it's not. So that's why it's chewy. And then I just kept on eating it. And I ate the whole thing. I even drank the marinade. It was so good. Jeremiah. That was the third best I'm, steak I've ever eaten. I'm, afra- I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> what, your, what, what, one through ten, what, what, your, what would you say this is? One out of ten. Thirteen. A thirteen out of ten. I, like, I, dude, that was such good steak. I recommend it to everyone. Just eat raw steak. You see, I, so what you're saying, so based on these things, all these things, you're getting an extreme amount of protein. Yes. And this is what this is. Is this why the you are the kind of athlete you are right now? I, that the, might be. I mean, I, this, I've been putting on a lot of muscle lately. This pure amount of protein that's in your body, I think it stays there forever, Jeremiah. 
Those worms, they're still they're still built. They're like on no, treadmills right No, because what happened with the worms was, I also, as as the big worm was going down, not only did it say, not only did it, was it like, forget you, I'm getting out of here. He was also like, I'm taking my friends. So he went down low enough to grab all his friends, and he left, and then he and then he started wiggling out. Oh my god! So that's and so that's why I had to quit playing baseball, because I realized I just I just had the biggest regression ever. You had just lost. You just lost all you worked for. Like all your yes. skills were instantly gone. Yes, that's that's what happened. So, so that one big worm. When you if you guys ever watch this video, you are not just seeing Jeremiah cough up a worm, spit out worms. I should say. You were also seeing Jeremiah lose all of his baseball skills in one video. Yes. You might you might notice some tears running out of my eyes in that video. It's not because of my it's not because of my partial throw up. It's because of how I just knew I lost an opportunity. He could have been a major league baseball player, ladies and gentlemen, but that worm took it all away from him. I've named it's that worm. I've named that worm. What? Satan? I've named it. Wormy the Hater. Because it hated Wormy me. The... <laughs> Wormy the Hater. Yes. Wormy the Hater. Alright. Well, that was that was the entree, so now let me tell you a little bit about dessert. This dessert. is This is an organic dessert, okay? Have I heard this before, Jeremiah? Have I ever heard of this? I person? think I, I told you I told you just before we started the podcast. Oh, oh. Oh, this is Okay, right, so... So a couple week or last week, depending on when you're listening to this, last week a couple weeks ago, I was in Charleston, South Carolina, on a little service trip, and one of our things was, we we went out kind of an hour outside of Charleston to like a wildlife preserve, and one of the things that I had to do was help like throw sticks, and like to clear an area so that they could plant a new tree because a tree had fallen down. That's that's a pretty nice thing to do, wouldn't you say, Charlie? I'd agree. I'd agree. Yes, that's and, very nice of you. And so, we, me and my friends, we cleared all the sticks, you know, and I just heard a rumbling in my tummy. I said, oh my god, I could really use a worm or a raw steak right now. I could really <laughs> use it. But uh, I looked and looked and looked, but there were none. So, well, you swam it. Did you see some worms? You saw no, some I did not you... see any worms. I looked. I was going to br- break. No, I, thought you said, I thought you said you were done with the worm stuff. I, 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 would, I almost broke it. I almost you got almost over, I almost oh, got over my fear. That's how hungry I was. But then I realized, wait a second. I looked around at some of the plants and I was like, these are, I can eat these. So I took a variety of plants and roots and I just started eating them. You know, I didn't even wipe the dirt off. I was just, that's how hungry I was. One time I even dug out a little hole with my mouth and I just took a bite. <laughs> Jeremiah, from what I'm getting from this, you are like, you are very similar to a wild animal. This, I would, this... People have told me I'm like a bear. This would explain multiple things in your your characteristics about yourself, Jeremiah. Your athletic career characteristics, especially. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know about Jeremiah, can really dance, and those I, bears. They bears, can dance, they, especially they panda go. bears. If you never, exactly. if you've never seen a panda bear dance, you're missing you, out. You are. <laughs> because Jeremiah is he's pretty much a bear. Roar. That was my little bear roar for you. Like, have you guys seen the Revenant? I'm kind of like that. I'm not like that bear. I'm a nice bear, like Winnie the Pooh. I'm more like Winnie the Pooh. Hey, Jeremiah, do you like honey at all? Honey, I love honey. Ex- I put it on everything. And Winnie the Pooh, if he got really hungry, hungry, I mean, he would eat a couple eat roots. Or stuff. He would I eat mean, some roots or a raw steak. And, Jer- and Jeremiah is also very good at climbing to get honey 
from he he likes getting from nests and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm good, and I trick the bees, you know, like I I I tap one side of the beehive so they all look the wrong way, and then I steal the honey, and then I run down, run away. <laughs> that's, oh, that's why you're, you're very sneaky too. I am like a bear. Jeremiah is very sneaky. All right, Jeremiah, I have a question for you. Yeah. One out of ten. Where would you where would you rate this root eating endeavor? I shall say. You know, some of them were actually very disgusting. Like I almost threw up multiple times, but I kept on eating. I, <laughs> you kept on eating. I would have to rate this one. A, it'd be a seven. It, it would be that low. It would be a seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. And the re- but you did learn a lesson from this. It is if you if you find one that you don't like, just keep on eating. Yes. Uh, I mean, I already knew that lesson. Everyone knows that lesson. <laughs> segment of what makes anger we're going to talk a little bit about the mlb has banned chewing tobacco in dugouts so that means you're not going to see any any guys uh, stuff side of their mouths and stuff and hurt a lot of players as because a lot of their skills come from that chewing tobacco just as my you know, skills kind of just as my skills came from the worm exactly maybe These they should just start eating worms stuff. instead of doing chewing tobacco that could solve all the problems Exactly. I don't even know if we need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like we might have just solved we might have just solved the problem. We may actually be good on this. <laughs> Jeremiah, what's your what's your opinion on this MLB banning of chewing tobacco? Well, to be serious, I think it's kind of ridiculous. You know, I mean, I get that like they don't want like little kids influenced by seeing like the players doing chewing tobacco and think you know that's the cool thing to do in baseball is doing chewing tobacco. I I mean I understand that, but I also think that like it's it's a little bit excessive. Make like disallowing it. Like maybe they can discourage it and say maybe like there could be like some bonuses put in, like if you don't do this then like but I think just completely banning it is just cause some like a lot of like Country Ian used to say, what was his what was his little saying? It was like I don't even remember, it was something kinda of stupid, but it was about like oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, country Countrying is banned from this podcast. I forgot to mention that earlier. Countrying is banned. He refused to listen to the Tim Tebow song. He was jealous of our creative genius, and uh, he's banned. So if you guys want Countrying back, I suggest you guys start getting into all kinds of social media and saying vote. And we're gonna have a little, maybe a little poll or something. But you guys have to say we want Countrying back, which I know nobody will say anything. So uh, it's probably gonna keep this way. But like I was saying, like he used to, he said that like. When you're playing baseball, you kind of got to have a routine, you know. And some pitchers' routine might be, like, spit tobacco right before. Spit tobacco, then get set. Like, that helps them, like, kind of focus and calm down if they just gave up a double, you know. So, I think it can really throw some people off. think about this, Jeremiah. Think about this. All right, so, professional sports. Football, soccer, basketball. Name, tell me one sport where you can chew tobacco. Do you, do you see like LeBron James chewing? Well, I mean, like they they really can't because they have to run a lot because they have to like, they're constantly having to run like and breathe hard. Like you don't really have to breathe that hard in baseball. I mean, but these guys on the bench, you don't see them doing that, or in the hockey, you don't see this or anything. I mean, it's kind of just why why all of a sudden is MLB? It's kind of like they're using chewing tobacco. It's kind of just gives kind of a it gives a negative kind of view on some baseball players. Say, oh, it's some country hick playing baseball, or whatever. He's chewing tobacco or something. You know, what I mean, it's just kind of yeah. It's kind of weird why they still chew tobacco. Like, what kind of tradition is that? It's like, 
all of a sudden when you when you play soccer you have to smoke a cigarette or something on and that's what they're thinking. Right, it's just weird. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't think that a lot of young players do it. I think it's, it is kind of making its way out. I think that only really older players do it. So, but I think that it it, it will cuz tobacco is getting less and less popular because people are starting to realize the negative effects it has on you. I think that it would kind of weed itself out. I don't think that the that the MLB had to make this stand and say this and make people upset. And ban it all together? Yeah. I mean, it is as much of a problem maybe as it used to be. Because maybe if you go back 20 years ago or maybe even 15, 10 years ago, you wouldn't see... I mean, I was alive. I mean... 15 years ago, you were alive. Was, or 15 years ago. But I mean, like, maybe I wasn't paying attention as close, but I would... You Maybe you would see these guys, all, all of them maybe, chewing tobacco or whatever. You'd see Pete Rose, all these guys, chewing tobacco and all this stuff. But in all this... But, now it's kind of, you're right. It has not. It's not a problem anymore. Like it's not much of a problem anymore. Is what it is. Yeah. Josh Hamilton is the is one of the. I think he's obsessive chewing tobacco guy when it comes to chewing tobacco. And he's like 96. He's gonna die soon. <laughs> I know that. There's if you look, but you'd be surprised about how much you do chew it though. Like they they have to hide it, I guess, because on TV maybe they have a deal with they they don't want to get on the TV. Maybe. The dugouts, I think they have they just put in their cheeks and you'll just see them spitting out stuff. That's not sunflower seeds sometimes. So maybe it is a problem and we don't know it, but from what I, maybe it wouldn't wean itself out. Oh, I, I guess you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's done. It's done. It's done. We're, I mean, they should start eating worms, as Jeremiah said. Maybe eventually they'll key onto that. <laughs> no, maybe then, you'll see no, them. that would solve that. Then that would stop the steroids thing. Cause everyone, no one would need them. Cause they just be, they'd have their worms. Henry Mejia would not be Henry Mejia would he'd be fine he'd just be slurping worms that'd be the deal they meant sorry I'm done you Sarah just let me slurp some worms up guys and they'd be all right with it exactly well ladies and gentlemen we're gonna get to our recurring segment here Jeremiah anything you'd want to say or do you want to close out well I, I we we're not really closing out yet. Like we're we're just we're just we got to do our little. What's making us mad this week? Exactly, I said to close out. Do you want to start it? Our, our what's making us mad? Segment. No, you, you, can, you I started last week. I started last week. You can do it this oh, week. Oh wait, I have to. I have to, I have to <laughs> you know what's been making me mad is Jeremiah. Just all of a sudden, he's acting. He's acting like he has. He's some kind of godly figure, and he can just. He can. He knows what I'm mad about, and all of a sudden, he keeps on calling me stupid. I mean, maybe I'm not. An Einstein, or a or Jeremiah Galileo, or a Jeremiah, <laughs> Jeremiah. But I mean, I am not. I don't think I'm stupid. First of all, I think I'm smarter than a lot of a lot of people that I hang out with. Apparently, they don't even listen to podcasts anymore, so I don't care. I'll keep on saying it. Maybe I'm smarter than them. I mean, I I think I'm not a stupid person, but I'm I'm just not. I think it's ridiculous that Jeremiah says it. Also, I'm not going to be able to go to McDonald's to use their Wi-Fi. That's what Jeremiah said. He says, go to McDonald's to use their Wi-Fi. That's kind of ridiculous. First of all, I'd have to buy something. And Jeremiah knows well, I do not have any money to buy something at McDonald's. It would be very awkward there. And also, I mean, everybody, then they'd just be in a whole experience, a fiasco. And you know that Daquan works at McDonald's. What would he do if I was in there? Well, you and Daquan do have that problem. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't, okay. Jeremiah, what is making you angry? Well, this week I went I went to the beach. For, I had a nice beach day with my family. Like some people came, some people came to visit us, and we had a nice beach day. 
and I put sunscreen on, but I still got a sunburn. So what I have to go with is the sun. Why do the sun have to give us sunburns? Why can't? Like, you did you watch that show, to The Teletubbies? Yes, that, dude, the sun, man. I, that baby sun nice. was so nice. The baby sun would never give me a sunburn. But this, the stupid, the stupid sun in the sky does. He gives us sunburns. It doesn't make much sense, you know. Like I, you even put on sunburn. You, I mean, you put on sunscreen. I did, and it wasn't even that sunny out. So I thought, oh yeah, I'm golden. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jeremiah. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you sw- Jeremiah, if you guys may not know this, he he likes extreme endurance sports. I do. <laughs> Jeremiah, I mean, like a bear, of course, like a bear. We went, well, when I was visiting Jeremiah over the summer, I, we, I, we went to the beach. We only went to the beach one day. You know, I wanted to go to the beach because I wanted to meet some ladies. You know, it's always cool to get meet some ladies. And Jeremiah said, I said, okay, let's go to Public Beach or whatever. It's just right there. It was, even, it was very close to Jeremiah's house, like literally three minutes away. But Jeremiah said, no, no, no. Let's go to this other beach that uh, is near my grandma's. I was like, oh, all right. I mean, Jeremiah, of course, I mean. Can drive. You probably, yeah, he, he can drive he knows better. Maybe he's right. He's like, oh, there'll be ladies over there. That's what are. There's no ladies, man. It was just like a dude who was shirtless and he's very hairy. He's just sitting there. And then I was like, what are we going to do, man? What's the situation? I mean, there's no la- lazy Marshall. We go somewhere else. He said, no. He said, no, no, no. He said, I've got to do something. I was like, what? He's like, we're swimming all the way out to that buoy out there. I was like, that is extremely far away. He's like, no, we have to do this. You don't understand. So we have to do this. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do it. He's like, yes, you will. Dude, so we just start swimming out there. And then the buoy, halfway there, I start to realize that this is extremely far away. I start seeing helicopters flying over. I'm like, are they here to rescue us or something? Because we were so far away. And Jeremiah said, I started to get very tired. I'm not a, Jeremiah is an extreme swimmer. He's an extreme water athlete altogether. And I was thinking, you know, I was, I, I'm a very bad swimmer. I was thinking, oh, Jeremiah, he just picks me up and he just starts swimming with me. I'm like, what is going on? And then he just keeps on going. He keeps on going. And we get to the buoy. And after there, I'm like, man, we need to take a rest. Jeremiah's already swimming out there, man. And then he has, he, I'm like, no, no, he grabs me again. And he gets me all the way there. Let's just say that Jeremiah's an extreme water athlete. I think we should end on that. I do too. Whoa. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, everything else, and uh, at Sport, Sports ETC Podcast. And please tell your friends to listen. Please. Please. All right. Well. I'm Jeremiah Weintraub, and I'm with Charlie I'm Vogel. Charlie Vogel. And this has been the Sports ETC Podcast. Thank you, and good night.